0: Why do people have to say, like, that sucks because they don't like it? I think it comes from the human condition of everyone, all of us, us included, we don't want to be wrong. It doesn't feel good to be wrong, right? You want to be right. So if you feel something, when you hear a song that's, like, really good, you're like, this is awesome, I love this song, it feels right. And then if someone else tells you that song sucks, you're like, what? No, it's good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Real Firm Podcast with me and your boy Rockstar Life Friendly. Friendly neighborhood Rockstar. Rockstar. Today's an interesting one. So, um, as you can tell by what I'm probably titled the episode, um, it's a very general idea. It's a concept. I wrote an entire essay just on my mm. own accord based on the my experience that I've gained through all the underground young artists sending in music and pe- people saying things like like oh this is trash this is good this is bad whatever and so I was I started um, uh, and I started this before chat GPT none of this was um, AI written however uh, because it ended up being so long how long was it like 10 pages and i i so i was like let me type so my, my initial idea when i started writing it was i'll i'm gonna do a youtube video about you know my take on like you know that perspective mm. of, song, of what a song is good what it means for a song to be good and then i i was like i can't this is too long like this only this can only exist well in writing i can't deliver the if I tried it I tried delivering the lines to the camera. I was like, I feel like I'm reading a teleprompter, like yeah, I'm a news yeah. reporter. It did not feel natural. So I said, let me let's do a podcast where we have you to kind of bounce off of and I can so I ran the <laughs> thing through Chat GPT to like I said, summarize this and give the key points and it did. And um so we're gonna have a conversation about that. This is my philosophical, psychological, deep dive into why people like songs? What makes a song good? The science, coming from a science background myself, music first, then science, then back to music. Uh, I have a lot of points that I think are people will find interesting. But before we start, this is not a guidebook on how to make a great song. This is more of a intellectual conversation about it. Right. I'm going to read the first. Uh, point of that chat GPT gave me Um, summary and key points from the essay introduction and perspective on music the essay begins by asserting that success in entertainment is primarily primarily a popularity contest where the audience's preferences as a whole dictate what becomes popular that's so true that is true I that the, the other thing that's weird about it is I I had some like notes in it that I didn't take out in terms of in to anticipate reading it as a video so it some of it's weird the way it, there's a lot of points in here but basically my uh whole thing is my like the bread and butter is ob- objective objectivity versus subjectivity uh, yes of course so the only two i say this in my streams a lot the only the, there's two main things that everyone that's very scientific objective measurable that what makes music good and listenable to the human ear, mm-hmm. and that is rhythm and pitch. Absolutely, that is it. Aside from mixing, uh, enters into um, more subjectivity. But there's like harsh frequencies that the our human ears are like, whoa! I don't want to hear that. Yep. Which is not which is a pitch, but it's it's a different kind. So when you write a song, when you perform a song. If you are not on pitch, if you're singing flat, there's a key of seven notes that you can use, unless you're talking about jazz and you're changing the key. Yeah. You got seven notes, and then you have the tempo that you have to follow. That Mm -hmm. is measurable. Everyone can agree on it. When you hear something that's out of pitch, you're like... You hear it immediately. It's a big distraction from it. And some people aren't as good at detecting it, whatever, and then tempo. The more you're off, the more it's going to be like, whoa, this is bad. And the more someone's into music, the more they can like realize that. Exactly. Like, oh my God,
1: what the fuck was that?
0: Exactly. So my whole thing, the whole reason why I started writing this is because I'm hearing people say, this music is trash. This is good. This is bad. And I'm like, well, and and these are people saying things about already successful musicians. It's like. Well, you're pay- they're selling out arenas, and you're saying this is bad? Yeah. Like, okay, you think it's bad, and you don't like it. So that's where the whole thing of feeling comes into it. Yep. Art and beauty are both subjective. Exactly. Exa- that's one of the things in the essay mm-hmm. is um, beauty, or the musical beauty is in the ear of the beholder oh, or something yes, like that. Oh, yes, of course. So uh, I, so I want to get into some of the... So so that was my, my main like starting point was like, the only thing that we can all agree on is what makes a song good, what makes it like palatable at least, is if you're on pitch and you're on tempo. Everything else you can imagine has been gotten some kind of at least niche fan base around. And you'll be hearing it like, whoa, people yeah. like this? Guess what? They do. So accept mm. it. And um, yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> stuff like that. So basically... I'm a scientist. I come from a science. I'm not professionally a scientist anymore, but I come from a science background. You're a scientist that are na- is now just a smart motherfucker. All well, right, mean, thank you. And um, so engineering, audio engineering is a big thing in oh. making music. Oh, it, it's, so, it's so fucking prominent because even the
1: engineers have to be producers now. In, in
0: that's another discussion. Because that's another essay I wrote yeah. on what it means to be a producer. We will get that to that. In An another. audio engineer is also a kind of producer. They, they all go hand in hand. They play a role in the production. But act. at the end of the day, what you're saying is the quality of the yes. rhythm and the feeling is Yeah, what those is are Those are musical objectives. You can measure the frequency of the pitch that aligns with the key. You can measure mm-hmm. the tempo of it that aligns with the beat yep nobody can dis, dis uh disagree with a- that absolutely
1: right? try fucking recording a song that is that is like 90 bpm but you're recording it in the tempo of 120 yeah. bpm and or, try to copy paste the hook over it's a fucking nightmare yeah the the rhythm is there are really some important
0: some pro- some plugins that help with that now especially an auto tune of course oh we, yeah we got plenty of famous rappers that have, can't hold the tune to save their life but they're as long as the auto tunes are good, which is, which is fine. I'm <laughs> not. I'm fits. not hating on that at all. Because you can still some, uh, write great songs, and, and a lot of it is about persona and, like I said, popularity yep. contest.
1: Oh, it's a big popularity contest.
0: So, um, one of the things I, I'm looking at here, I highlighted a bunch of things. Engineering. What engineering is using science to design things. Mm. Engineering. You, you take scientific principles that have been derived from theories and experiments, and then you implement them to design. So that's what audio engineering is. However, um, like mechanical engineering, electrical engineering, you take the principles, you apply them, you make a cell phone, and it's like, this cell phone works, it's great. Some cell phones are designed better than others. Absolutely. The user experience, and that's measurable. The thing with audio engineering is you're making a product that is very subjective because it's going through the human ear Mm -hmm. and it's psychological because in in it induces feelings that we can't measure. Absolutely. You can't measure feelings other than trying to explain them. And it you know how hard it is to explain feelings oh,
1: God. to it's, another person. It's ridiculous. It, it's like it's the same type of thing going back to the cell phone thing, right? It, it's the same thing of what you're talking about. It's like when someone likes an Android and other people have iPhones. Oh, I like my Android. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? that
0: There's feelings in there. Yeah, exactly. It's the same type of deal. So, yeah, engineering in itself is is subjective but it is based on science so that, that was a you can't measure the benefits of the audio engineering because you can't measure feelings no nope. and that was another thing i
1: i there, go there, ahead there's a reason why robots and ai still can't really properly communicate feelings they can get like they can do kind of good now right but they will never be able to properly be like show that they're expressing the feelings because it
0: is ultimately ultimately a human unmathematical equation exactly and uh, so just at the end of that you can't convince someone of artistic taste it mm. is acquired yep. through feelings and attraction that is unique to the individual in mm. science you convince something is right through evidence and it may be complex at times but when you understand it it is makes sense to everyone that understands it with art you can only Fully make the art can only be fully understood by the artist that created Absolutely. it. Absolutely, and then the listeners can resonate with it, and some not will not at all. But still, the artist is the only one that will fully be able to understand. And uh, the yeah, the consumer will only ever get an idea of what the artist is portraying. Exactly, That's and big it, really part helps,
1: of that. it really helps. It really helps when you utilize your full emotions and you are completely vulnerable when you are yeah. in the booth. Whenever you're recording something, the more emotions you portray, the more people you are. Because guess what? As humans, we can identify when someone is feeling a feeling. And if someone is feeling that same feeling with as us, we will resonate with that. Exactly. You can take the same exact song said in two different ways. One way with full emotions, the other one with the words said a little bit better. And the ones with full emotions right. will
0: 100% of the time do a lot better. Right, and you need the the people that will resonate with those emotions exactly. to be your fan. Right? Absolutely. So, so one of the things I threw out, like a big um, talking point, or like just you know statement, is music is ninety five percent object subjective. Mm, sorry, ninety five five percent is the rhythm, the pitch, mm-hmm. getting that right. Because you can do that great all day, and there's so much music out there. Yeah, yeah. it has to resonate with someone. So that the number is arbitrary, but you know, like it's a very small percentage of like you can you can pay for studio time, you can get a crisp, beautiful recording. But if it sounds like everything else, it's not resonating with everyone. You, it's not, it's if
1: you if you don't stand out, you're yeah. standing out of everything. You have to stand out a little bit. That's why you're even like the shittiest music to our taste. You know, <laughs> right. fucking uh, what was a Lil Pump song. Yeah, little
0: pump. Oh, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci yeah. Gang. That, no, that, that, I hear that, and I'm like, I don't, I want to stop hearing. Yeah, literally. I, I, but it's because I feel I don't, I just don't like his energy, and that's fine. And no. I, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't want to hate him. I don't want him to stop making music. No, and it's it, just a childish feeling to it, me.
1: If you're a hip hop artist, think about it like this, because hip hop is not like how rock is, where rock has all these other genres and shit like that. Remember the show? The remember the has a the, lot the, of the, sub-genres. the channel? Uh, music choice. Like, wh- sure. So if you ever go on your TV, watch music videos and shit like this, basically how oh, MTV, like MTV is, MTV right? Was. So long story short, uh, yeah. I was listening, to, watching the Music Choice channel on the TV. On When you have cable, you have these channels, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they only have a couple hip hop channels. Well, guess what? So it's the same thing with radio. They only have a couple hip hop channels. And on this hip hop channel in particular, they play Gucci Gang. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. So the very same, next song oh, yeah. was? The very next song was uh, uh, J- a J. Cole song. Yeah. So that just goes into the line of. Finding your feelings and everything like that. Yeah. Because they will literally play the same, two different things from the same genre yeah. back
0: to back. Exactly. Because so they're one. Wa- yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, you don't. Need to say that music sucks. I mean, li- listen, people. We uh, we use that language call it, like it's fine. I'm not saying like stop. Nobody. I'm not trying to be a social justice warrior yeah. so about like controlling language. But this is more of like when you really think about it, what is what it, is what it is. It's you know, not, some songs aren't meant for the yeah. Everybody. It's just not meant uh, for most you. You don't songs have to say this is trash.
1: I have this one song, for instance, called "A uh, Good Day," and it's out on Spotify, and um. Literally I have two different types of people that that talk to me about the song. Either okay. A, that's the worst song I ever done or B, that's yeah. the best song I ever done. There's no in between. There's no yeah. like that's okay. It's like that was your best shit or that was your worst shit. It's yeah. like it's crazy. So it's uh, so music is 100% subjective and everybody is different. The,
0: the problem and yes the problem i have with it is the language that's used because you'll say things like this is the worst or this is the best and really what you're saying is this is the worst to me absolutely but people hear that and they're like oh well it's objectively bad oh yeah which is just not the only thing objectively bad like I says if you're screaming and banging pots and pans oh, yeah. there's no key or rhythm and some people like that too who knows
1: yeah, everyone likes things that are different and, you know, that's why, like he just said, 95% of it is absolutely 1 billion right. percent subjective. So
0: let's get into what, like, what makes it good in terms of success? What does success mean? Oh shit. So I have two forms of it. Oh, so there's a uh, micro scale and there's a macro scale. Mm-hmm. Right, what makes a song? I'm just gonna read here. what yep. makes a song good. What is a su- success? First off, it depends on your goals. Mm-hmm. Context is extremely important. Are you trying to be famous and dedicated to have a career in music, or are you just doing it for fun? the simplest example of an artistic success is you made a song you pour your emotion and energy into it and you finish it and say i love what i did here you listen to it the final form and are very proud and satisfied with how it came out which i'm sure you've had many times
1: absolutely and uh, going on the uh what sound what 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 do you want ultimately out of it there are also people that like just want to be rich and famous off this shit yeah and that's, that's another it. part it's that i like, touch on yeah. it's like no the your goal, like he just said, it, your goals are 100% what's important. It will sh- it would drive how you walk. Yeah.
0: And so, yeah. So if you love that song that you made, it's a success, it's a success for you, right?
1: Absolutely. There's no better fucking feeling. It's a
0: successful song you made for yourself. For myself. In that small instance, Absolutely. okay? Every single time. And then it may not be received by others the same way, but mm-hmm. you enjoy it. And then if you... It's very personal. Your your emotions are in it. And if you share it to another person, they're like, I love that song. Then that's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. You shared exactly. your, they vibe with it. That's great. And then the big thing is like taking that and expanding it to a giant audience. That's all like, yeah. we love this song. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a bridge, a gap that is extremely hard to overcome. Uh, it's like, if and uh, still yeah. haven't got there yet. We'll and, get there um, some point. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. but
1: w- the way I see it, with what you just said as well, is like for instance, I am an artist. Of course, I record my own music. I do every fucking thing right. But I make it for myself first, and yeah. then I release it for the benefit of others. Yeah, for others to benefit off of what I did You're for in the myself business
0: of doing it for yourself. Some people are in the business of doing it for their for the money of it, yeah, making no. hits, which can work. It's not impossible, but it's a lot harder and you unless you have some kind of corporate entity or a shit ton of money backing it whatever but um, be original and a quote from Rick Rubin the audience doesn't know what they want they only know what's come before exactly you deliver something that's so interesting and original to yourself they're gonna be like whoa that's what happened when I first heard Lil Peep I was like I've never heard anything Mm -hmm. like this and it touches on all my uh, you know brain strings from my past and influence and all that yeah it's be yourself and do what you want to do and if people love it they'll love it they're don't not going the to trend guaranteed
1: make the trend even if, exactly even if a billion or even if a million trends that you try to start don't work just keep going just be yourself start yeah. it don't ride it
0: so here's another point um about this is where we kind of get into like here i'll just read it mm. This is what I this is just what I wrote. I notice artists often have a specific framework in their minds of what a good song sounds like to them. Mm-hmm. They may hear someone else's song and think that's pretty cool, but it would be better with a different oh, beat I do that all or the time. you yeah. need more energy in your vocals. Yep. While feedback of any kind is always helpful because you're getting an idea of how people are perceiving your music, specific feedback from one individual only helps you to make your song better to that one individual. Ah, yes. So, uh, you can't realistically get enough data on your own as to how the masses will perceive your song. So it's just it's statistics. You need so many like if like what I'm saying is it's great to get get feedback from as many people as possible, but you can't possibly understand how Everyone's gonna perceive it until you get absolutely, it out
1: there. absolutely listen your eyes face Forward your eyes do not face inward you can be as like self-reflective as possible Like I am fucking super self-reflective, but I be by being self-reflective I know that when I'm on stage and I'm performing I cannot physically see how I'm performing I cannot physically see that I know yeah, that I like this song a lot. This song means lots to me That means this song is more important to me than it will be for anybody else. Well, how are others perceiving that? I don't know. I I don't have an idea. Because exactly. I don't care about it. But even if I do care about it, I still won't like...
0: You just don't want to care too much about that. Exactly. Or else you, you start compromising your originality. Exactly.
1: But for like the people that care, you might you might have a general idea, but having at least one other person to be like, hey, it'd be better like this. Or hey, yeah. here's a little tweak. Or hey... You'll make it better like to them. It'll be better. And But you that, don't know if they're... Yeah, is you're improving. You're improving, sure. which should be the ultimate goal of every single day. Sure. Is improvement, and you can't improve without
0: other people. Um. Yeah. So the next part, I, I I go more deeper into the feelings thing. We kind of already touched on it. Um. But I was basically making compares, like analogy comparisons. Like, um, here's one. So if you like, so, like take um emo rapper emo rock where it's like mm. screaming about like a, a breakup or something you think a, a happily married guy with kids is going to want to hear something like she broke my heart blah 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 right mm. yeah, yeah. No. but to someone who just went through a breakup that there's they're, they're going to love that song. they're going to fucking love that. it's song. just more of that feelings uh, and, and you think yeah. about
1: it too it has an extra effect as well where if if anybody feels any type of very very strong emotion The first initial fact, I don't know about you, but for me, if I'm going through a really strong emotion, my immediate it thought is, I don't, I don't know how this feels. I don't know who, like, has felt this shit before. Right. And I think I'm all alone in this instance. I'm like, I'm like, I'm alone in this feeling. And when you have those emotions on the songs and shit like that, I don't know about you, but I've had a lot of songs help me out of suicide, yeah. breakups, fucking- You have to get it literally, out. You get it out because you- Get it like, out oh, through the song. They understand that understanding
0: is what is lacking today yes. in people. Yes, yes so here moving on to another like point is um there's a this is beyond what we're talking about or what we were just talking about this is the what i call the fame confirmation bias or clout confirmation bias and this is like a big thing like forget music when you go on youtube and you search for a video you're trying to find or like a tutorial or whatever yeah what are the, fir- the first couple ones come up a million views yep. blah, blah, blah. you pick the one with the most views because it's like oh well an, mm-hmm. a bunch of people already watched it surely it's the best it's the
1: same with music yep. exactly
0: so it, there's this thing this weird thing about the numbers we we're talking about in the other podcast mm-hmm. where it's like oh uh it's it's much easier to the more famous you are the more likely someone is to to like receive if you go on spotify and you just see like who's the top artist people are looking for the top artists yeah because the numbers are confirming that other people like exactly it's it's solidify
1: solidification of oh that person's dope like for instance it's the same thing when i was when i was uh had very little followers a very little following a very little fan base and everything like that people judge and i didn't i don't judge like literally and it was the ho- one of the hardest things for me to learn and teach myself is mm-hmm. that oh other people actually like perceive others
0: and give a bias. I had to learn that yeah. at a fucking old age of and, 20. And by the way we're not <gasps> but nobody is immune to it. I'm not saying I'm enlightened and I I have no, like of absolutely. course I'm I'm subj- I'm subjected to the, those biases and then I catch myself I'm like oh I just I didn't notice it. I yeah. didn't notice
1: it until I was like, "Oh, I do this too, but very slightly." But For I did sure. notice that others, uh, especially if you're an artist, uh, I want to say, uh, fan, future fans or potential fans, will do the exact same thing, and they will judge you by a bias, by your numbers and stuff like that. Like if you are not, were like you're not. If you, if no one else likes you, why the fuck would I like
0: you? Right? Exactly. Yeah. So, People are more judgmental when there's when there's no, uh, which is why on the streams I try to be as open as possible. It's like I don't yeah. care what your following is. Let me just hear what I'm hearing and exactly. feel what I'm feeling.
1: So put it like this too. So watch uh, in the in the brick above. Um, there is the last episode, part one. In part one, I talked about um, my following and growing my oh, following yeah, and that, all that jazz, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So put it like this. Before I had over 10K following on Instagram, no one took me fucking of course, seriously. Yep, the confirmation. No one cared the to listen. Bias. And if they if they actually were listening, it was like a half-ass, oh, my God, uh, let me just humor
0: him real quick or right. something
1: like that. So it wasn't an actual like listening thing. It was more you. they went
0: into the situation negative. All right. Yeah, exactly. So the cloud confirmation bias, fame confirmation bias—it's yeah. everywhere in social media, music. It's now, literally everywhere. Here's another another topic about it. Is um, so uh, I'm, I I might end up writing a book because <laughs> there's so much well, information. I'll, in it. I, I'll buy it. The um, so basically, the next thing I started talking about was um. Kind of like, um, the whole reason why I started writing this was because of hearing people's crazy, harsh opinions and saying that they're right. Yeah. So, it's like, um, you know, this is trash, this sucks, blah, blah, blah. It, and uh, especially if you're an artist yourself, that can, because if you're narcissistic in particular, it's like, oh, I'm better than him. You suck. I'm well, good. Oh, so It's kind of that projection. Oh, yeah. Oh. What are you going to say? So
1: what I'm going to say is um, it, it depends on the person. The person giving it, of course, I'm with you, but the person receiving it, depending on what they're really doing for, I think it honestly, it helps weed out the people that aren't actually
0: doing yes. it for themselves. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of nuance here. Mm-hmm. But so so basically um, what I was saying in, in this uh, paragraph is the the like why do people do like why do people have to say like that sucks because they don't like it i think it comes from the human condition of everyone all of us us included we don't want to be wrong it doesn't feel good to be wrong right you want to be right so if you feel something when you hear a song that's like really good you're like this is awesome i love this song it feels right and then if someone else tells you That song sucks. You're like, what? No, it's good. Yeah, yeah. You're like, no, I didn't feel it, so no, it's bad. You get into this stupid fucking immature argument about which song is better, which is sometimes is entertaining, you know. Like, what's the best movie or what's you know, whatever. But at the end of the day it's like you felt it differently and Mm -hmm. you're trying to prove that you're right because you felt this way and that person's feeling that way and you want them to feel the same way as you. It's this tribalistic bullshit.
1: It it really it really, really is and let me tell you it's honestly something that helped me a lot helped me a lot because i'm so like whenever i make a song for instance i'm like i'm in fucking love with the song i just made this song for myself right nothing i only want to listen to nothing else other than the thing that i just fucking made and um honestly it really helped me grow when
0: people were like oh that shit was ass that shit was trash like <laughs> that's another part i, t- I touch on here. like
1: it like that shit. I mean, I don't know if it's. Uh, I I forget the the terminology and shit like that. But it was like, oh wait, it made me actually take a step back and question it. I'm not saying that it's healthy. It is for certain. I have people, a whole. Like, I have a whole
0: thing on that too. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect.
1: So I'm not saying it's healthy, but I'm saying that when it's when the right artist hears actual criticism, especially when they are surrounded by yes men or whatever the fuck like that. It is helpful for them to be like, oh,
0: pulls himself out of them, their own uh, ego, right. I guess, and yep. be like, oh, my God. Exactly yeah. what I was about to say to, to wrap up that point, which was um, music, musical taste becomes part of your identity, especially Absolutely. as a kid. Like the high school, you know, you got the goths, they listen to the, – I don't know how it is now, but – I'm sure it's still, you know, yeah. the rap people listen to rap, and they're like, oh, your music sucks. We're part of a different group. It's that tribalistic. It yeah. becomes part of your identity and your ego, and you don't want people to challenge that by saying that's not good or I don't like it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's that whole thing. And, the, and and we get into more stuff. So let's take a quick break. Wait, wait, hold on. real quick. Before you take a
1: break, let a couple minutes. Uh, yeah. uh, so... Um, So I like to look at it like this. So not only is it tribalistic on because I like it, but it's also like if you take the general person, right? I like to take my dad, for instance, right? My dad and all of his friend group. I've learned a lot from them. They taught me a lot. One thing they taught me was I always thought, I was like, I'm always going to be, I love ingesting new music and finding new music. That is like one of my favorite things in the world. But nine times out of 10, it's creating new music, but I'm, Putting myself in ge- the general sense of people that yeah. don't do it, right? So what I learned from all of them, as soon as they had kids, settled down, got in that Swift routine, then finding new music, they lock into. They a- won't do it, bro. Yeah. Like, they, like literally, it is from when they were a child. Yeah. So when they have a child, it is that that, from <laughs> yeah. that area. That is the music that I will continue to listen to, yeah. and has five. Some people songs. are just
0: closed-minded to music, which is fine. You don't have to like everything. It's, yeah. it's, There's nothing wrong with that either. But I
1: feel like that's like a, just more a, of a. It's
0: a normal trend, kind of though. It is. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's That's that's why i I like to write about it because it's confi- It's it's fascinating to me because I'm. I kind of broke free of that. And I'm not saying I'm better because of it. I just think I have an interesting perspective. Absolutely. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back to here's, continue. Here's for the ad. <laughs> that doesn't exist. <laughs> all right, so we're back from the break, mm-hmm. talking about what makes a song good—the psychology and all that—and mm-hmm. um, we we ended off with the ego. We were just talking about the ego. Yep. Yeah, it was part of your identity, right? And and the next part that I started writing about in this uh, after that was um, critics. Oh, the, these people. I mean, listen, and and this goes off to what you're saying about like hate like people hating on like actually being useful yeah yeah. which it is so i am not saying critics shouldn't exist or anything but basically harsh critics the types that feel as though their taste in music is superior and their opinion is fact Mm -hmm. and you see this in every form of art like we're going back to saying well you want to be right so when you if you think you have this I have the best taste in music. So if you think... When I say something's bad, it is bad. And you should believe me. And if you think it's good, then you're an idiot. Yeah, Kind of thing. No, you you gotta get that out of here. Yeah, that is... It's like the country sucks. It's like, okay, well... Tell that to fucking Garth Brooks or whoever who's, who's making millions of dollars on tour, and all the fans are happy to pay the price and see him. Like, jokes on you if you think that sucks. Yeah, seriously. You're and just hating on it at that point. Yeah, literally, you're I jealous. Used, or I, something. I, I used to be a hater of country music. Me too. I was I, a like
1: super hater. Like I of said, none. Of, we're
0: not immune to this. This is it, just something. It, it was a
1: grown thing. We both learned from this. You know what I mean? Like literally, anytime I knew... Anytime anybody would put country music on, I would literally get mad. Be Me like, too. Yeah, it, because it because
0: it puts like you feel, it feel it makes you feel weird because you don't like yeah. the way the vibe is exactly, and then, which is understandable. As we said before, it's all about feeling. Yeah, we grew from this. Just we learned to understand that. it, and plenty of st- songs still like saying Gucci Gang. Like I don't want to hear that. That being said, I don't think it's trash. I don't think he sucks. It's just no. like it's not for me, and I don't. It, it don't. It, you
1: know. You know what changed my mind? Not changed my mind, but maybe have a deeper understanding of why that song blew up like that. Right? Is. Whenever I would go to shows and the crowd would chant back the easy part of my songs, so yeah, I was like, like, I was like, like there's marketing, oh. there's little uh, little thing. I was like, damn, I didn't they like design that. I shit. didn't like that song until I saw that type of shit going. All I could think about was like a big ass crowd of people just chanting, "Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang," in unison. <laughs>
0: but it, yeah, people love it.
1: So there's always different perspectives. So like me and firm, we used to be haters of certain types of music. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm have open mind to it. It just takes some time.
0: But yeah, yeah, literally, country music is an example in there. But um, yeah. So so critics who are like, think of you know Simon Cowell. From uh, he's like you're horrible. Actually, in that setting, it's a little different because they're actually performing and and they might do bad in terms of their performance. His
1: whole brand was that. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Expected. But and then um yeah so these are people that are super narcissistic and they have a a, or they're playing a character and another example of this on youtube is the needle drop anthony fantano Mm -hmm. who i've you know no disrespect to him but he he did do he did say one thing that lost some of my respect which is i'm not really a regular watcher of of his um album reviews or all and all that but He's. I forgot. You know that band Falling in Reverse. Yeah, yeah. They make those. That made that wild. Like watch the world burn. Which is like a interesting infusion of like rap and yeah, metal. Yeah. And I forgot what he said, but he he said something about like the lead singer and like saying he, I should look it up because it was it was like he's a washed up. Like he just said some what he says like, things this that is are a like viral. Yeah, a no, song that people love. Like, why are he, you shitting him?
1: He says shit objectively when it's really subjective. And I liked Anthony Fontano for a, a while, long time, but I just kept on seeing him say subjective opinions and stating them as objective, as a fact. facts. yeah, facts, which is what I, I was know. saying before,
0: bro. Like, and- Sometimes I think he's doing it to like get attention, it it blows my mind that you would actually believe the things he's saying but when he's doing an I, album I gotta find review, what he's saying. like
1: as like the person who's like I like I, like there was a point in time where I didn't have time to listen to albums or nothing like that. So I was like, Oh, what are they saying about this one?
0: So okay. Or, you know what I mean? Here's what he said. Fantano called the falling reverse track a uh, I'm not sure what she's saying. It's just various new singles. A really bad rap metal song where it kind of sounds like the rapper or Ronnie Tom McDon. It sounds like Tom McDonald, but without the racism and Eminem, but without the talent. Like, clearly the guy has talent. Like, what? The critic added, the bars are cringe and super terrible and difficult to bear. And kind of the metal transition it goes into toward the end of the track is gross and tacky as fuck. Mm. Yeah, I hope I don't have to listen to this track too many more times before I end up in the grave. Like that's cringe to me to that's say that. That's fucking super cringe. Bro. And again, this is all opinion. This is that makes me feel weird. Maybe it made him feel that way, but well, it, he doesn't as an adult? Yeah, no. Say,
1: no. What? No. It, it's it's fucking ridiculous is what it is because what it is is hey, I don't I don't like it. Instead of saying I don't like it or this makes yeah. me feel like this, it's this shit right here is so bad. It's blah
0: blah 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 blah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's YouTube comment type stuff, like the trolls that'd be like, "You yeah. wasted ten minutes of my life." It's like, well, just click away. Why yeah, are you right? saying
1: things? I, I have I have a whole theory. Real a real quick Go tangent. Ahead. I have a, a theory that I don't know if it, I think he I know he has a girlfriend and shit like that, right? I'm, I don't know much about. Sure. Him, look, but... up, look up uh, Anthony Fantano baby or okay. child or some shit like that real quick. But um. I'm not 100% sure, but what it seems to me is he blew up
0: as the... His wife here, Dominique Boxley. Yeah.
1: So like how I was saying before is there's a certain point in life where ingesting new music... Justing oh, new ideas of music yeah. becomes
0: l- exactly hard, literally unbearable. You close because, your mind off. You want to yeah. live in that state that you felt comfortable in.
1: Exactly. So, like, like I think that I'm not 100% sure. I don't know all the Anthony Fantana lore, but it's like it feels like he started off doing what he was doing, giving these reviews and stuff like that. And he was really in love with it, but now this is his thing, but he's no longer that person in that sense.
0: I believe. I like to believe that he is feeding into the drama criticism for more clicks and to keep his YouTube channel relevant. Yeah. I hope because if he's really saying, if he's, I mean, but again, this goes on to my next point, which is, you know, you you do need haters aren't great objectively. They're kind of nobody wants them, and le- except for the other haters around them, everyone's but gonna hate though. It is good to. It is good for people to experience that because Mm. it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, like you were saying, yes men, and like if you're trying with yes men, then you might end up creating something really weird and dumb, and no one else is gonna like because everyone else told you. And then, so yeah, there's a balance. Yeah, there's there's a
1: big balance, and let me tell you something. I was always told. Uh, well, not something I was always told, but I go by the thing of judge your success by the amount of people that hate you and despise mm-hmm. you rather than the people that love you. Now, granted, I started off my musical career very differently where I literally no one fucking liked me until one of my songs hit 100,000 streams. The, num- the, fame- the
0: clout confirmation exactly. bias exactly
1: what it was was it solidified oh i can actually listen now but not even just that i had to learn and grow as a person and shit but it's uh it's a whole it's a whole fucking thing it's
0: yeah that's what yeah so i was saying yeah like it's entertaining and cr- critics and all that and cool and they they serve a purpose but yeah. There's, there, there's always gonna be haters. Some yeah. artists could use some artists could use a knock to their ego from time to time for Absolutely. sure. Hate fuels hate me. Hate oh fuels God, a lot me. of artists to drive them further into getting better at what they do, so they can feel victorious over their mm-hmm. detractors, and the triumph is that much more glorious. It is healthy to receive negative criticism, you know. But but there's, uh, there's so many haters. That's why I not only does it make me feel bad to hate, it's like. If someone says, like, oh, you're too nice or whatever, it's like, well, bitch, there's so many other people that are so mean and shitty that, like, I think it the world deserves more nice people that yeah. aren't as ruthless and obnoxious.
1: There, see, there's a there's a big difference. There's already there's, people there's, doing that. <laughs> there's a big difference. There are two different types of criticism, either constructive or deconstructive. Yes. And so something that I have to give the flowers to firm, and I have not fucking seen anybody else do this type of shit, is either a they're too fucking like straight to the point objective this is fucking ass this sounds like shit without no context that's not objective yeah that's but, just but that's how they, they're they, subject they, yeah they, they, they oh i see what you're saying they, they say it like they're it's portraying as a fact yeah. yeah they're like this is ass this is fucking trash how the fuck is that going to help the artist how other it than can't fuel them to say "fuck you." I
0: know it's not exactly. trash in a
1: which is good. Exactly, but then they don't really have a, a common. Du- they don't have a direction that they're going. Something that firm does that I haven't seen nobody that do that does these like live reviews things do is hey, this fucking sucks, but hey. If you don't want this to suck, maybe next time do this. But I he usually says, don't uh, word it like that. No, no, he I'm says a, nice it a guy. <laughs> He's a lot, he's a lot nicer. And listen, I was there. I've
0: been, been kind of harsh, but only if it's like repeatedly. I'm like, okay, yeah. got, I mean, come on. But
1: he'll he'll literally be like, yeah, no, no you just gotta fix the EQs or yeah, hey, maybe I'll give advice. Like this, this thing yeah. like this. There's a there's a big difference now. When there's haters and stuff like that, it's because some people can't differentiate uh, haters from actually people who are helping. Mm-hmm. Haters will do it to a point that just vindicates themselves that just says oh i'm right like you were saying so but the constructive criticism part is like hey i noticed this i feel this way i want you not to be portrayed this way yeah let's fix that shit real quick you know what i mean so you're going to have haters and as someone who's had more haters than than fucking fans and only had haters for years. As mm-hmm. soon as I got fucking fans, I didn't know how to feel about it because it was fucking weird to me. Getting <laughs> fucking hate, not love. But yeah. it's something that is necessary in order to grow. Is the proper type of love people who love you, not haters. Yeah, and differentiate that. Don't don't get don't feel hatred from the fucking people that.
0: But you're gonna feel me. it. Yeah, and unfortunately, when even when I read a negative comment, I'll be like, oh, yep. damn. But then I'm like, well, it's just some random person It that is mad or miserable or something.
1: It, it takes some, uh, it takes some
0: experience and learns. That's why from... the the most popular people, like Joe Rogan, he doesn't read. He just doesn't read because it's yep. like even the good comic. Because then it's like, oh, I'm I'm the best, really. Yeah. And no. then it gets to your head. It's like just it, don't even it, it, let it, it affect it, it, you it, it, and it's do all, your thing.
1: It's all too. Fucking much. It's way and too nobody's
0: equipped to handle this in their brain. No,
1: but the only way that you can is uh like we said in another episode, was being around the right type of people that will critique you in yeah. a way that makes you better. And when you see that and when you notice that that help, the difference between, hey, you're doing this, do this instead, or hey, try this and shit like that. Yeah. When you start seeing that and you accept it when someone that you respect and you trust does it to you, respect it, trust it. Do not feel hate toward it because I know people that like feel like, oh, my God, you're just hating on me. No, no, yeah. no. I'm trying to improve you, motherfucker. So sure. do that because the hate is different. You'll at one point see the difference when people are just saying, hey, you suck, instead of, hey, that sucks. Maybe try it like this.
0: Exactly. So... <laughs> In conclusion, we'll wrap it up. We talked, we covered a lot of things. Again, the essay is uh, like ten pages as of now. It's not really fully finished, but maybe I'll release it in some form when I mm-hmm. polish it. But be, just so we go through the hater, the, the the opinions, objective, subjective. Art is feelings, and be aware of it. Nobody is immune to. Not feeling their, you know, it's a whole thing, as we've said. But I just want to give a summarization. So here's one of the things I highlighted. You can't, back to the science, science is about measuring, getting a quantity. That's objective, everyone can agree on, because we can all measure it. Feelings, you can't do that. You can't quantify the goodness of a song objectively. The best you can do is quantify the response from other individuals and confirm what is most popular, a.k.a. successful in the industry. It's the best you can do. You can only quantify how good the song is to you based on the feelings you feel, Mm -hmm. which you cannot measure or anything. Musical beauty is in the ear of the beholder. That's what I wrote there.
1: Absolutely. It's also why it's important where, let's say you have like a rough draft or you're working on a song, something like that, if you are not, if your ears are not the only ones that care—not just listen to it, but care about the project—because people can listen to your song and be like, "Oh, cool." Anyways, next, right? Yeah, so,
0: that happens to me all the time when I'm on the stream. It's like I can't control. I have to feel. Like I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Sometimes yeah. I can't connect to it. Exactly it is so, what it
1: is. So it's important to have the people that care about you to give you constructive criticism.
0: Yeah. But some, but but what I was saying is sometimes you're not, like, even if mm. if you show me a song and I'm just not, like, yep. I'm in a bad mood and you're like, listen to this song. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, it's hard. Unless it, like, speaks it, to the bad mood that I'm having yeah, particularly. Yeah, exactly. You have to be in the right frame of you mind to, to be, accept things. Absolutely. In the art world.
1: Absolutely. Now, when you were saying the beauty is in the, uh, the ear of the beholder. Yeah now if you just have like let's say a trusted person like firm right here to listen mm-hmm. to your song you give his opinion your your ears can only hear a certain type of thing now it's always good to have another perspective that yeah, you what need wanting. other perspectives absolutely
0: yeah. you need other perspectives and remember that those perspectives aren't always they're going to change from year to year from moment to moment if you're happy you want to hear something happy if you you don't want to mm-hmm. hear a sad song when you're happy no. or, and if you know like you like a song you love that's like about a heartbreak and then like you're happy and then like it comes on and you're like oh I can't listen to this because it's it's going to fuck with my mood because yeah. it's going to remind me of the, thing, the time capsule of the emotion all these things so what makes a song good or great to a society as a whole on the surface level it's simply how many people love it that's what the average person is going to say, oh, that's a, or the, to the industry, that's a great song because it has 10 million streams. Yeah. But you can't, you can't quanti a st- statistically significant large number of people agreeing that they love it. The audience decides the commercial success. You can't force it. You have to, I mean, you can engineer it with a lot of money and marketing mm-hmm. and all promotion. If you have that, great, go for it. But um, at the end of the day, the answer is, uh, <laughs> sorry, at the end of the day, to the artists that know they have talent, that pour their energy in and their passion, when you make a song that at least you enjoy, that's a great song. Absolutely. And when you show it to someone else and they genuinely love it, that's a great fucking song. Yep. Just because not everyone's going to like it doesn't mean it's a bad song. No. doesn't mean it's a good song. It's art. It's subjective. It's yep. not objective. It's not science. The only thing that's scientific about music is the pitch... The tempo and the harmony of frequencies and everything else is up to the interpretation of the mm-hmm. listener. Don't... If someone calls your song trash, just say, okay, they didn't yep. get it, whatever, exactly. and move it's on. Not for them. Don't get in an argument with them. No, no, no. It, you know, it, it is what it is. It, you you got to move on. And everyone's like, susceptible to it. It's hard. You can't be... Yeah.
1: Yeah. You literally, like, you can show somebody something, show them a song, And if they say it's just trash or stuff like that, be like, it's just not for them. Yeah. It's not meant for them. What I think is the best song in the world is not going to be what Firm thinks is the best song in the world. Everyone has different ideas of what they like. Everyone has a different
0: perspective on life. That's art. It's it's literally art. Life is art, baby. Yes. And it's, yeah, it's also science, but life as in yes but the, the art and science are two very different things coming from science i can see the the very small parts of music that are science the rest is uh 95 of it is unless you're statistically gathering data of millions of listeners no. and their opinions then you have some kind of mathematical thing but there's no way you're going to be able to do that on your own so mm-hmm. <laughs> that this has been a, a a vast overview of an essay that I wrote over a long time, and I might keep working on it. And I don't know. I would. I think but so. I I wanted to bring it here to the podcast because I couldn't figure out how to put it into video form without someone else bouncing off of. So this was good time.
1: So we're a good team. That's right. Because working together in unison for a common goal is a lot easier. Just just a lot more fun work with, with the else. team Exactly So
0: Yeah it goes along with perspectives Right there That's right And if you don't like this podcast That's cool You don't have to watch it Watch another one But if mm-hmm. you do I love that we resonate And keep on watching and listening And mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed And all that good stuff Keep making your music When As long as you love doing it And you love what you're making Don't worry about People calling it trash And all yeah. that
1: no, don't, don't worry about nothing that anyone else says. Just do it for yourself. Don't do it for anybody else. Amen. And do what you love. Don't do, do what, what all you love. love.
0: Exactly. You know? Unless you have to make money, then do something you hate for a while to make the money. And, yeah, exactly. That's but the way the world the works. The beautiful
1: thing about for instance, what me and Firm are both doing for each other and individually is we're doing what we love and trying to find a way to make this actually a living.
0: Yes, sir. And That's that, the goal. That, That's the dream. That
1: is literally is the goal. That's the goal right there. All so, right. do what you love. And if you do what you love long enough, the money will come.
0: Peace and love. Peace, baby.